From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All Joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. And welcome. It's Tuesday night. And if you're listening to us, that means you have uh, dialed in to Radio Night Live. Kevin McCullough and Linda Perillo, glad to be with you. And, uh, Linda, last week you filled in for me while I was gone and you had a wonderful show. I got to hear the podcast the next oh, day. Oh, thank you. It was But you said <laughs> such nice things about me. I kept my, my bride kept going, who's she talking about? Like, <laughs> I love it. You What's know what, Kev, this is why, you know, as I love to talk, right? And we know I love to talk. I wouldn't want to do radio. You can't do radio if you don't love to talk. That's, that's very that's true. Normal, right? Yes. However, you know, you don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> you don't realize, A, the banter that we have, the, the, the chemistry that we have is great. And um, we share the same sense of humor. And the other is that, you don't realize when you do have a partner on the air, that back-to-back, that going back and forth is really huge to keep the time going. <laughs> Listen, I could talk to myself all day long, but I wouldn't want to air what I say to myself. I actually do talk to myself all day long, most days, and then I wonder what's wrong with me. <laughs> so. I know, right, right, right. Um so, you know, I realize how difficult it is. And um, so I'm happy to have you back. Well, and that's why I went on and on about you. You said some very nice things. And I just wanted to say, I want to tell the entire audience, this is the kind of uh, partner I have with Linda. Um, she's she's given me all kinds of help. She's like, let me know, like, you know, where you're at and like what hotels you're at and like the things that you're doing. I told her the first town we're in stresses. Yeah, I love stresses. She's telling me little ins and outs about how to do that. And you would be so proud of me. On the first morning that I was there, Linda, I realized that I had packed all of these great clothes to wear for the dinners and the and the touring and all the stuff, and I had forgotten to pack a belt. So I was like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Um, well, outside of the Dino Hotel there in Stressa, every, you know, Monday morning, there's a huge, um, market that opens up and one of the proprietors there sells leather goods. I got the most beautiful Italian leather black belt. He asked for 25 uh, euros. I bargained him down. I, had, I countered with 20 euros. He said, I'll take 22. Uh, I, I did the deal. So that was, I, that's why you'd be proud of me. I, I got him, <laughs> got him off his game. But, uh, but it was just the coolest thing just to walk out and just to, to be in the, in the clean, brisk air of Northern Italy on that morning. And, um, I, I, so she's asking me, those of you that are listening, she's asking me all these details about where we're going and the restaurants we're going to and so forth. Never, never, uh, letting me know that the only reason she was asking me all that was because she just wanted to find out the next hotel we were going to. Because <laughs> when we arrived just outside of Venice, mm-hmm. there was this beautiful bottle of Italian Prosecco. And I don't know what these lovely little cookies were that you ordered, but they go with espresso oh. better than anything else I've ever tasted oh, in my I life. Said the cookies too. I said yeah. the prosecco was so nice and just had the cookies. The lemon, the little lemon S <laughs> cookies. Cookie. They were, they were, and we we didn't have them all, so we're still enjoying them as we're uh, enjoying our uh, espressos here back home now. But anyway, yes, it was a beautiful trip. Thank you for your generosity and your kindness. It was very, very. Um, loved, and you're about to to pack up and, and leave. You're gonna you're gonna go spend vacation uh, Thanksgiving somewhere else. Uh, yeah, uh, we managed to. Uh, it's a long story, but I had these free rooms in Disney for like ten years. <laughs> we decided in August, let's use them up over Thanksgiving. And I have to tell you, I'm being very honest. I'm regretting the timing. Uh oh. Oh, well, listen. Thanksgiving weekend is a is a rough time to travel. 
Um, it's going to the worst. It's the busiest travel weekend of the year. And it's right before the Christmas holiday. But you know what? Listen, we can all use it. So I, I want to go and be stress-free. And uh, if that could ever happen for me, I don't know. I'm anticipating maybe a little bit less stress, but we're out the door soon. So. Well, the upside is no one's going to be expecting you to make Thanksgiving dinner this year. So there's no. all and the pressure of that's off for sure. Yes. And I love to cook, but every once in a while you got to go, I'm kind of done with this. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, that's interesting because as we're um, on the plane getting back, um, the bride turns to me and goes, uh, you know, Thanksgiving's this next week, right? I said, yeah. yeah. She goes, and this is amazing for her because she usually has Thanksgiving planned like in September. Like she knows what she's going to make. She knows who she's going to ask, blah, 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 blah. She goes, I haven't, I haven't done anything. <laughs> no, I mean, no pressure. You got four days to get it done. And I'm sure that if we like go down to the Whole Foods or whatever and say, we want that Thanksgiving day dinner, you know, pay our 200 bucks. I know I couldn't do it because I love to cook so much that I would feel like a failure. That's my problem. I would feel like a total failure that I didn't cook for everybody. Well, I mean, listen, I feel like that no, during a regular week. You know, Pat's like, you got to stop and take the yeah. pressure off yourself. I, see, oh, I'm, no. I hope that I don't contribute to that pressure to her because, like, that would be really unfair. But, like, I think what she decided was yesterday after, you know, we were at the gym and did our first workout in nine days. Um, I think she went to the Wegmans and got stuff, but I don't think she's going to do traditional Thanksgiving fare. I think there may be some slight Italian you know, influences working its way into, cause last night, first night home, you know what she made? What? Bolognese. Oh, Bolognese. Okay. The kids, the kids' <laughs> minds were like, we're going to send you guys to Italy more often. This is awesome. Well, she's been making Bolognese for years, but the fact that they had, you know, like little extra niceties, uh, mm-hmm. attached to it. And we, there was this shop in, um, and I could talk about this for the whole show, but there was this shop in Stressa. And um, I don't know if you have you been to the La Cambusa. I think that's the name of the shop, La Cambusa. They have every wine from Piedmont um, oh. in stock, including the largest selection uh, selection let's, of Barillo. Piemonte. Okay. Uh, the largest selection of Barillo I have ever seen in my life, uh-huh. and it's all behind glass, like it's all locked, mm-hmm. like you can't get you have to just pick up a bottle. Yeah. Um, but this is a fun shop because it's family run. And when you, when you take a group in, and we had, I don't know, there were maybe 30 people with us, um, they sat us around in little benches all inside the wine area, and they served, um, the most exquisite, uh, EV olive oil that I had ever had. And they put a little bit of spices in it that they sell from that region that are grown native to that region. And then they did, um, they did a, a, a black truffle on a little, What's the little cracker that looks like a large Cheerio? Have you seen that? It's like a cheese cracker. It's not, it's not a cracker. It's like a pastry. It's a hard pastry, but it's the size of like mm-hmm. a Cheerio that's like 10 times bigger than what a Cheerio is, but it's savory. And they, they filled that with the diced black truffle and it was just a, it was just oh, a one. Oh wow. And you're like, oh, that's, oh, my gosh. Gosh. that's a very northern type of, I told you, right? The truffle. Yeah. The cheese, right? Yep. Well, very northern. You wouldn't find that in the south. Yeah. Well, yeah. And so, and this was a distinctively, I mean, very distinctively northern Italy trip that we, uh, that we experienced. But, um, we went back to that shop two or three times, um, just making sure we got everything sent back home that we wanted, uh, because we weren't going to carry it in our suitcases and we decided we wanted quite a bit of, so I think for, long story short, I think for this year's um, holiday gatherings, be they Thanksgiving and probably some at Christmas, we're not only going to enjoy what we ordered. I think we may order a little bit more and have it re-delivered because it's just the it's just the most delicious stuff, and you just don't see it around here. Oh, you don't. That, and that even much. when we get it imported, I find that you, there's something lost, and I and I don't know why, because if we're importing it, it should be the same stuff. Well, I do yeah. know why that's the case on the wines that people import to the U.S. And when we come back from this first break, I'll I'll tell you what I discovered okay. about that. She's Linda. I'm Kevin. It's travel night. Yeah, we're going to wax a little personal tonight because she's <laughs> going to Disney for Thanksgiving. And I just got back from northern Italy. It's a travel night. Don't go away.
You have all helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news. The My Pillow 6-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. They are extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98 for a limited time. You can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code Joe P. That's a 50% savings. Go to MyPillow.com. Call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code Joe P to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. You have all helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news. The My Pillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. They are extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98 for a limited time. You can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code Joe P. That's a 50% savings. Go to MyPillow.com. Call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code Joe P to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. Calling all Patriots. Are you ready for the adventure of a lifetime? Journey with me on the Patriots Alaska cruise in June 2024. We'll dive deep into geopolitical trends and unpack the influences shaping the world today. It's an incredible opportunity to engage with me and other Patriots on an epic seven-day journey. Witness the untouched wilderness of Alaska while discussing America's future. Join us from June 29th to July 6, 2024. Book online, PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com. Listen to us anywhere. TuneIn.com, iHeartRadio.com. Get the app at am970theanswer.com. AM970, the answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hugh Hewitt says a ceasefire is not up to us. There was a ceasefire. Hamas broke it. Hamas, a terrorist organization. They rampaged for hours. And we stand with Israel. Hamas is just a terrorist organization, as the United States has decided. And when and if Israel decides to have a ceasefire with them, it will be because Israel decides. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 3, right before Joe Piscopo at 6. On AM 970, The Answer. Our hosts, tell them like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, The Answer. Of all the boys, boys, boys. And now, boys, from boys, New York, boys, back boys, to boys. Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin boys. McCullough. Of all the boys I've known and I've known some. All right, we're back. It's uh, Travel Night, Radio Night Live, and uh, Kevin McCullough. Done with my travels. I did the uh, the family wedding in uh, Pismo Beach, California last month. We did the Italy trip uh, this month, uh, and I'm I'm home now through the rest of the year, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Linda Perillo, there's something about when you've been away that like just nesting for the holidays is really nice. Not that you're going to know about that because you're gonna you're gonna go to the world's <laughs> happiest place to spend Thanksgiving. But um, you were mentioning before we went to the break that you've imported stuff or you've you've gotten stuff that was imported uh, here in the U.S. and sometimes it tastes different to you. Well, I think in general, you know, when I... Uh, listen, because I know the difference, right? So I know the difference between eating it there and buying it there and then buying it here and eating it here. And I do find a difference. I don't know if it's in freshness or I'm not really sure what it is. Um, 
but tell me what you know. Well, so there's a couple of things about that. So our um, guide for the entire trip, her name was CB. Uh, she was born in Croatia, but she's lived in Italy all of her life. And uh, she married a lifelong Piedmontin uh, that uh, she, she and they live in Venice now. And so she she was kind of in charge of the whole group wherever we went. Um, but then we had individual local guides that took us through each of the places that we went and saw individually. And then the thing that I loved about this trip is that we had loads of free time. So you'd usually have like, you go to a destination, do the tour that morning. It would be an hour and a half, maybe something like that. And then you get three to five hours of free time wherever you were before the bus would leave to head back to wherever you were going. So that was kind of cool. But Sibby was... She was hilarious and she was very dry, kind of like you. She was just no, no, no fuss. She just <laughs> said it the way it was. And, um, as we're, as we're driving through, so on the day that we went to Lake Como, which was the, the second or third day, um, when we came back, we came back through just a little tip of Switzerland. Uh, Lugano, I think is what it's called. Uh-huh. And it's easier to get back to Lake Major from Como going that direction than going all the way back down like by Milan and then coming back up. Mm-hmm. So we just, and we made a stop in Switzerland and got some chocolates and some other things. But on the way back, she's telling us, she goes, she goes, and she's not a fan of Nutella. And I don't think you and I have oh, talked I, about Nutella. I but, love uh, Nutella. Who's not I mean, a fan she, of Nutella? No, she doesn't. She likes hazelnut spread, but there's this Italian thing called crema or something like that that she buys that's like twice as potent and it's, she just thinks it's crema. superb, but much okay. better. But she said she really hates Nutella when she comes to the U.S. because she said, I noticed that when I buy it in the U.S., it's uh it's it's like watered down. It's like it doesn't oh, yeah. it doesn't have as much flavor. There's not as Great. much there. Yeah. And then she she so she did some research. She's kind of like you. She likes to investigate things. She looked into it and she said, "There's this um, there's this process that all of the Nutella that's sold to the United States gets manufactured slightly differently, and they don't have to have as much of the you know." Yeah. Hardcore product in it. And the rest of Europe gets the real stuff, but the United yeah. States gets the sweeter stuff because America has the sweet tooth and they think that we want more sugary things. So they've, so that's the, that's one of the reasons why you sense a difference. There are sometimes manufacturing that is going to the U.S. that is actually different than what they're selling in, at least in, uh, in, in Europe. So that was one thing. And it stood out to me. I was like, wow, I would have never uh, imagined that. But it makes sense uh, that they would do that to save costs or whatever. But then we went to the, that little shop called La Cambusa in on the upper street of Stressa. And it's just this most beautiful, quaint shop. And the lady that runs it, Beatrice. 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 Yeah, and she was, and she spoke really good English. She was really funny. Um, she's the daughter of the matriarch who started the shop, and forever since they've had that shop open, they have done these tastings where they bring you in, they, they give you a little tiny bit of wine. They they served us one wine that was called Judas's. Uh, Judas's broken bones or something. It was really, it was like a terrible name. And it was really sweet. She goes, the problem with this is a red wine. It's slightly carbonated, um, fizzy. And it was, it was really sweet. It didn't taste very alcoholic at all. She goes, the problem is you drink like just two shots of this. And, and you, and you can't even walk. Judas. So, yeah. So it's, it, that's where the Judas uh, reference comes in. But she's serving all this up and she goes, and by the way, if you buy your wine in Italy uh-huh. and it's organic, which most of the wine in Italy is, there's there's no sulfites in it. You can you can ship it and you'll get it as it is served in Italy. She goes, but if you buy the same bottle in the United States imported through a U.S. wine cellar, uh-huh. it's going to have sulfites because the U.S. has this stupid thing that we have to put those sulfites into every bottle of wine that we well. sell here in the U.S. and I don't understand why. Um, I've always kind of had a little bit of a reaction to them. It's not something that I enjoy. And I could drink literally as much of the Italian wine as I wanted to. And I didn't over uh, indulge at all, but I could have. And I never got a headache. I never had any of the, the you know, the, the next morning from, yeah. from having it. And I think it's a hundred percent because the sulfites that I'm probably allergic to in the uh, American wine are not there. And so, 
we're going to start getting some of that stuff shipped because it, it may be slightly more expensive, but if you do it over a certain amount, they don't really charge you that much for shipping. And I'm going to have healthier wine to drink um, going forward. And we found some I, – I, I was totally an ignoramus on Italian wines, but I got a little bit of education, at least on northern wines, while we were there. And uh, it was fun because our first box that we sent from her shop – arrived yesterday our first day full day back in the states so this week we're going to crack open a bottle of some of the 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 red uh, the amarone or the lugana and Uh enjoy some of that with some of the uh, meals beautiful i love it i do listen i'm not a big like i said i'm not a big wine connoisseur um but so i would have a question for you so we use a wonderful winery tosciano um in um, Florence, a little bit outside of Florence. And Pier Luigi is our sommelier and the owner of the vineyard and an amazing, amazing person. And I always like to speak about him because he's wonderful. So my question to him would be this. If we're visiting this winery and like you said, you want to buy stuff and take it home. You just mentioned that there's, uh, there's some stuff that's, that's segregated to import to the United States. Correct. I wonder if they do the same thing. Are well, you I'm glad you distinguished between the vineyard and the shop. And here's yeah. the difference. The vineyards aren't allowed to ship to the U.S. Okay. unless they put the sulfites in it. So but if you them. buy it through a retailer that's selling it that's already had it sold to them, like La Cambusa, which is a wine dealer, not a wine, not a vineyard, then they can sell it directly to America without without having the sulfites in it. So it's the difference in, in buying it from a wine shop dealer as opposed to the vineyard. If the vineyard knows that it's going to the U.S., the law says they have to put the junky junk in there. Yeah, interesting. It Very, very, very interesting because that is not something that I would have known. There's a segregation when you order and when you have something imported that's that's crazy because the olive oil i don't know if they do the same thing for the olive oil olive oil that i've gotten from italy is always so much better yes oh we bought yeah we and we would have taken an entire um, barrel of the some of the stuff we had home if we had the opportunity to but just some little ins and outs of my trip to Italy. We'll, we'll, we'll hit you with some more as we continue. She's Linda Perillo. I'm Kevin McCullough. And if you ever miss any of our conversations, you can always go back and get the podcast. We encourage you to do that. And a little bit later on, Linda's got some tips for us. Did you know that they actually have travel tips for Thanksgiving in particular? We'll, we'll give you some of those. And we're going to learn some of the lessons that Linda has learned about uh, traveling for Thanksgiving. Some of the ups and downs and do's and don'ts uh, all before we're done. Stay here. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. A federal appeals court has struck down a Maryland law requiring people to obtain a special license before purchasing a handgun. Judges on the 4th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Richmond said Tuesday that they considered the case in light of a U.S. Supreme Court decision last year that expanded gun rights. Authorities say one person has died and at least seven others are believed missing after a landslide ripped down a mountainside in southeast Alaska during the night. Alaska state troopers said Tuesday the slide occurred Monday night near the small island fishing community of Wrangell, 155 miles south of Juneau. Authorities were using a cadaver-sniffing dog and heat-sensing drones to search for any additional victims. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 62 points. More details at srnnews.com. Sponsored by Route 22 Toyota, who reminds you that if you're tired of dealing with dummies, experience the smart way to buy with Route 22 Toyota. Calling all patriots. Are you ready for the adventure of a lifetime? Journey with me on the Patriots Alaska cruise in June 2024. We'll dive deep into geopolitical trends and unpack the influences shaping the world today. It's an incredible opportunity to engage with me and other patriots on an epic seven-day journey. Witness the untouched wilderness of Alaska while discussing America's future. Join us from June 29th to July 6, 2024. Book online, PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com. Want more of AM 970 The Answer and our hosts? Then interact with us. Follow us on Twitter for breaking news. What's coming up on the radio? Thoughts from our hosts, deals from our advertisers, and more. Our handle is at AM 970 The Answer. Come on, tweet with us. 
Listen to Joe Piscopo in the morning, weekdays at 6. Mike Gallagher at 10 on AM 970. The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800-333-1750, 800-333-1750, or BigLou.com. Unity Bank is dedicated to community-oriented banking and offers a full range of services, including business and personal accounts, business loans, and mortgages. Unity has locations throughout New Jersey and in Lehigh Valley, Pennsylvania, expanding its footprint to 21 retail locations. If you're a small business owner, you know how frustrating it is to be a nobody at the big banks. You should be banking at a community bank like Unity. You can have a personal relationship with the president and CEO, my good friend Jim Hughes. Jim asks that you call him directly at 908-713-4306. 908-713-4306. Or send an email to james.hughes, H-U-G-H-E-S, at unitybank.com, and Jim will get right back to you. You can't get this type of service at the big banks. Visit unitybank.com. FDIC insured equal opportunity employer and equal housing lender. Unity Bank, growing with you. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, very glad to have you with us. Grazie, grazie mille for uh, joining us. How did I do? Is that, is that good uh, Italian? Grazie mille. Um, yeah, I, I learned to say prego. Very good. Bravo. Prego, prego, prego. Everything. Listen, prego is one of these kind of catch-all things in the Italian language. Prego means you're welcome. It means please, if like you're opening a door for somebody, say prego. You know, like go ahead of me. That's fine. And, you know, it's one of the, like, ciao as well. Ciao is hello. Ciao is goodbye. You know, it's, it's kind of multi-useful. And ciao is a distinctively Venetian word. It was, it was first used in the, in the Venice, Venice area. And then all of Italy adopted it when Dante, you know, decided to do the whole language thing. I'm telling you, I learned so much stuff on this trip. Well, the Venetian dialect, um, is probably, I think, from all the dialects that I've, that I've come across in Italy is probably one of the most non-melodic, uh, and it's very, very difficult to understand. Usually in the dialects somewhere you can pick up, because my Italian is Italian. I have a little dialect on, on both sides of my family. Um, but my mother wanted me to learn pure Italian when I was growing up, and yes, I did. You do. Um, but P.S., long story short, the, the dialects, are difficult. The Venetian dialect is even more difficult than any other dialect. I've yeah. Ever heard. Well, since Sibi, our guide, was from the Venice area, she was talking about how difficult um, some of the southern dialects are for her to understand. Right. So, right. and not even far southern. Like even Florence can be a little bit tricky to her ears, depending on you know who's talking when and where. Um, and of course, we could not uh, complete a northern Italy tour without going to Venice, but we also had a change of plans. We were going to do uh, like a third lake on the third day, our fourth lake, and instead, um, Sibby changed stuff up and she took us to Verona, which was a beautiful city as well, and seeing the Colosseum and, uh, of course, uh, 
uh, Juliet's uh, balcony and uh, the shopping. I mean, yeah. if you if you if you kind of like the bustling attitude of Milan, but you want a little bit more of a of a beautiful setting to go experience it in, huh? Verona was like I love Verona, astounding. And then it was a hop, skip, and a jump from there to Venice, uh, and, and we we I actually begged out of the last day. They wanted to do um, prosecco and grappa. Tasting yeah, on, on Saturday. <laughs> and we had had a little Prosecco and Grappa already. And my bride really wanted to spend an, an extra day in the city of love. So I, <laughs> I found I Don't you the love most love amazing Grand Canal uh, adjacent hotel called uh, the Hotel Giov- Giovanelli. And it was, um, it was on the kind of the northern turn. Actually, it's three boat stops. If you're taking the water bus, it was only three stops from the train station, which we had to take to meet back up with our group uh, the the following night. But yeah. to just walk through those streets and to see the parallels, in my mind, of Manhattan and Venice and how both cities have always been kind of the the epic uh the epicenter of of trade you know venice when it was like the world's trading capital you know they had hundreds of thousands of people that lived in the city you know they only have 49,000 people that reside there now and then when the university's in session it's about another 30,000 kids mm-hmm. that are there but that's it and at one time there were there were you know a quarter of a million people that called that home and then the tourists in addition to that. Now they'll do 30 million in tourists, uh, for a given year. So it doesn't always feel empty. But the nice thing about being there in November was, and we had the most Quiet. spectacular weather is this, the, you could actually get by on the, on the pathways. It wasn't, uh, you know, the little calais. It wasn't so blocked that you yeah. couldn't even move. And I, I was told that in the summertime, it's like that. Um, Yes, uh, Venice is probably one of the most crowded cities in Italy during the high season. And I think part of it is the lay of the land. Um, just the way it is, it's all walking traffic, right? There's, I mean, their taxis are water taxis. I mean, you gotta yeah. do it and everything's open. There's subways, a, bu- a boat. <laughs> correct, you are correct. I mean, you can't get the train, you gotta go to Mestre, that's a whole other town over. And even there, when you come off the train, the transportation is a water taxi to your house or whatever, and the yeah. buses, what they call buses, are the ACTVs. Correct. They're huge I guess ferries. I mean, if you want ferries, to, yeah, it's a ferry. run up yeah. and down the canal. So Venice, I mean, historically is extremely crowded, just because of the way it is. Those streets are very, very narrow. The bridges are narrow. And one of the things, like I always explain to my children, and it kind of goes back to like parking in the. United Actually, States. hold this thought because we're up against our break. But I want to oh, know sorry. what you told your children about Venice when we come back. Okay. Stay here. Hey, Kevin McCullough, it's hard to believe, but the holidays will be here before we know it. So why not make them truly memorable this year on board the Atlantis yacht with New York Cruises? Captain Fred and the amazing New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with absolutely every detail. Whether you've been put in charge of planning the office Christmas party or looking to do something exciting for the holidays, why not take the party off land and onto sea? Call 212-633-1231 or visit NewYorkCruises.com and see how Captain Fred and his first-class yacht crew will make your special occasion an unforgettable day. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagement, and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar, bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. Or visit NewYorkCruises.com. That's 212-633-1231 or NewYorkCruises.com. 
Attention all patriots, are you ready to embark on an unforgettable expedition? You're invited to journey with me on the Patriots Alaska Cruise, June 2024. We'll dive deep into geopolitical trends and unpack the influences shaping today. This experience is more than a vacation. It's a chance to participate in profound discussions and spirited debates with like-minded patriots. Seven action-packed days will explore new ideas and chart a course toward a bright American future, all while surrounded by the raw majesty of Alaska's natural wonders. You'll experience powerful creation as you're immersed in the splendor of glaciers and fjords. Let's come together as patriots in this amazing landscape. Mark your calendar, June 29th to July 6th, 2024. Learn more and secure your spot on this once-in-a-lifetime adventure by calling 855-565-5519 or book online at patriotsalaskacruise.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show and let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca Raton. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show. You guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very fortunate to have a great American story. Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970. The Answer. Hi, Kevin McCullough. It's hard to believe, but the holidays will be here before we know it. So why not make them truly memorable this year on board the Atlantis yacht with New York Cruises? Captain Fred and the amazing New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with absolutely every detail. Whether you've been put in charge of planning the office Christmas party or looking to do something exciting for the holidays, why not take the party off land and onto sea? Call 212-633-1231 or visit NewYorkCruises.com and see how Captain Fred and his first-class yacht crew will make your special occasion an unforgettable day. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is the perfect venue for corporate events, weddings, engagement, and anniversary parties, reunions, retirement parties, birthdays, bar, bat mitzvahs, you name it. Call 212-633-1231 to book your unforgettable event today. Or visit NewYorkCruises.com. That's 212-633-1231. Or NewYorkCruises.com. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The Answer. Ooh, what a little moonlight can do. Back to Kevin McCullough, live from New York. Prego, prego, prego. Welcome back. It's uh, Travel Tuesday. And I don't know, this makes me a geek, Linda, but I'm making, I'm waking my kids up with, uh, buongiorno. Buongiorno. Flipping the light on. Buongiorno. They're like, Dad, stop. You're back. You don't have to do that anymore. Anyway, before the break, you were telling us what you tell your kids about Venice. So I was just saying, um, you know, the thing about Venice, and, it, and it's very similar to what I tell the kids here about parking and stuff. You know, when the world evolved or started evolving, and especially these, these ancient, ancient, ancient towns like Venice, people were shorter. They didn't have vehicles, okay? Maybe they had a horse. Venice was all about the boat and the water. So they didn't need wide walkways. They didn't need parking spots. They didn't need... So the things that would frustrate a tourist being crowded, not having enough room to move, are also the, you know, the, the antithesis of that being the fact that Venice hasn't changed as a city. It is as ancient as it was when it was born. Yeah. And that's the beauty, the things that frustrate us really as Americans, because the Europeans are used to that are the same things that give Venice its beauty. And like I tell the kids here too, you know, we are so used to SUVs now and big parking spots. So when you go into a town that may be a smaller town, the parking spots are smaller, the sidewalks are smaller, you know, it's because we were not set up for that. You know, it's this generation that's set up for that. And um, so... P.S. That's what I'm telling you. It's the same thing that frustrates us. Like, oh, my God, I wasn't able to do or get. But yet the beauty of Europe and the beauty of a town of a city like Venice, which is so old, yeah. is that they didn't modernize to that extent. And I ha- and I think it's pure and I think it's wonderful because 
that's why we go to visit, right? And that's why we go to learn about the history. And well, we've got a couple of friends that have named their daughters Venezia. So, like, yeah. if you're naming your kid after the city because of the beauty you experience while you're there, there's something special about that. And we did some of the, I don't know, classic kind of tourism kind of things. We went to Harry's Bar at Chipriano's oh, well, and, yep. and had the Bellini, and because uh, that's where they that's where they invented it. And then we went to um, uh, what's the one on St. Marcos Square that's been there since 1720? There's a uh, cafe, that, Flo, Flo, Cafe Flora. Flo, Flora. Yes. Yeah, and um, the, the inside has the, the 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 gold still on the walls and the in the artwork, and that's the other thing about Italy. Everywhere you turn, there is art on top of art on top of art. The frescoes and the paintings, but even how the buildings are laid out. The the hotel room we had in Venice. It had exposed um, beams in the ceiling above above the bed, and mm-hmm. on the beams were 12th century frescoes that were still part of the wood that they used to, to put in this. It was just the most amazing thing. I ate stuff I'd never thought I'd eat. I would have eaten before. Uh, I had uh, cuttlefish uh, ink risotto, completely black. When I got done eating, um, my bride's like, "Hey, take the napkin and wipe your mouth. You look like ah, I love uh, it. smoking charcoal." But um, no, it was delicious, and the food everywhere you went. In fact, our guide Sibby said uh, in Venice because they were like, "Well, how do you how do you judge where you should eat in Venice?" And she goes, "Follow your nose, and don't eat at the places where the dudes out in the in the walkway hassling people to come in. Go to the places that are already full, and." And just follow your nose, because she goes, your nose will not fail you in uh, in Venice. And she was she well, was uh, with a lot of things with the canal. With I mean, you know, listen, Venice is a smelly place from the good to the bad. Um, well, I don't know. People kind of I people have always kind of poo pooed it and said, you know, well, it's kind of stinky. I didn't notice that. And she did say that it's worse in like yes. July and August. Yeah, of course, the heat but will do. In November, it was beautiful. Nothing. They even put out a Christmas tree the night before we left and had it lit the next morning. So it was like, really? yeah, see the first, uh, yeah, in St. Marco Square, they they put up they had put up their Christmas tree. And the night before, they didn't have lights on it, but the the day we left, it it did. So it uh, turned out to be a good did thing. You get to go into the Daniele Hotel. Um, I should have told you to go in there. That's one of my favorite hotels in Venice. And um, I did not make it into that one. What would I have seen if I had gone? Oh, in? Again, very very Venetian. Pinks, reds, golds, you know, you could see the, the ornateness of, of Venice and it's just a beautiful, it's been there for a gazillion years. It's around the corner from the Doge's Palace. You have to cross the bridge. You gotta cross okay. the bridge size. Did you cross the bridge size? Oh yes. Oh, it, we took lots of pictures of it. <laughs> of those poor prisoners, the way those prisoners that was their, that's why they called the bridge of size. You know that, right? Yeah. Well, that and the and the everybody that was getting rid of the criminal was like, ah, oh, they're gone. They're gone, right? <laughs> so speedy. Ponte Bridge, they so speedy size, so speedy or size. There you go. Well, and the um, and there was there's like it's such a the only crime that they have any issue with is you have a little bit of pickpocketing. Mm-hmm. But if you if you keep your stuff with you and stay aware, I mean, nobody even bothers you. There was there was a guy. That was, you know, kind of trying to engage people in San Marcos Square. But for the most part, I mean, it was just people enjoying the beautiful weather, the beautiful setting and the beautiful food. And that to me is is northern Italy in a nutshell. Wherever you went, Lake Majore, uh, Lake Orta, where we went and saw the uh, the the chapels of uh, St. Francis of Assisi and all of the, the moments of his life that have been um, kind of monumentalized there. They've set up these chapels with the different scenes of his life. Again, done in like the 1300s. They've never retouched them with paint or anything, and they're as bright and beautiful today as they were when they were amazing. made. It's, it's amazing. really, truly stunning. Um, but it was it was an amazing thing. And I would, you know, there's nothing against southern Italy. Everybody goes. Everybody loves it. Uh, I would still like to uh, go there at some point. My bride's been there. Um, but I did not know if I was going to fall in love with Northern Italy, and I totally did. I would recommend it to anybody. Good. There you go. Yeah. There you and go. They make a lot more beef and butter. and. I told you. It's, well, Was I wrong? We, I tell you we wrong? Didn't, we weren't short on pasta. We had tagliatelle oh. like every night. And it oh, was with different, yep, that's different it. things, prawns and truffles and all kinds oh. of stuff. But that's the stuff you get in the mountain country, right? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
can't get it. Fine, very, listen, the prawns, I mean, they're basically shrimp, right? So right. You, you do find that. But the, the, the Rialto fish market is nothing to sneeze at. I mean, that thing is amazing. And Stay away from the Rialto. Listen, it's beautiful, but it's so touristy <laughs> that I would have killed But the fish market, I mean, that's that's the real deal. And it's been there since the 1700s, so kind of cool. Anyway, she's Linda. I'm Kevin. We're coming right back. She's got tips for your week. Stay with us. Kevin McCullough, wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Donnie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best. Period. (laughs) So tune in. Eye on Real Estate. Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. Hello, this is John Leventhal. I am a partner in the law firm of Idala, Bertuna & Kamins. I have been a lawyer for 43 years, including 13 years as a trial judge and 13 years as an appellate judge. I have presided over almost every kind of civil and criminal case, and I have seen litigants facing almost every legal problem you can imagine. What is the most important thing for a litigant to do? It is to obtain the right lawyer, someone with the ability to navigate you through the court system and achieve the best possible outcome. At Idala Bertuna and Cammons, that is what we offer. When I was on the bench, Idala Bertuna and Cammons earned the reputation of being the boutique law firm that fights passionately for their clients in the most professional manner in both civil and criminal cases. I am proud to be a member of the Idala Bertuna and Cammons law firm, where our lawyers will give you the powerful representation you all deserve. We can tell you about the incredible success we bring to local businesses, but it's better when it comes directly from our satisfied clients. Here's just one example. After searching for a new vendor to handle my search marketing campaign, I contacted Salem Surround after seeing the great work they did for another restoration company in the different market. Their team of experts recommended a mix of multiple tactics designed to get my business the most quality leads at the lowest cost, making my marketing budget stretch further. In our first year partnering with Salem Surround, we recorded our best year to date, and I told many people how blessed I was to find them. The representative answered the phone every time I called and quickly addressed any questions or concerns I had. Let Salem Surround give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and show you what your competition is doing. Then we come up with a personalized plan that's perfect for your needs. Google Salem Surround New York and let our marketing experts help you achieve real success. Remember to Google Salem Surround New York today. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970, The Answer. Once more, from New York, Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. Final few minutes, and I've been doing all of the talking uh, this week uh, because I was just full of stuff about Italy. Kevin McCullough, Linda Perillo, glad to be with you. And I have to add this one note. <laughs> Everywhere I went, oh, Linda Perillo, 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 Perillo. All I had to do was, like, say your name. Like, oh, yes. In fact, the La Cambusa shop said that 40 years ago, mm-hmm. your dad brought his tours through that very shop in Beatrice's mom did the tastings and the stuff for his tours when they came through. So Look at that. See, I got to yeah. go back to Italy because I'm famous there. Here, they're like... And there was a Perillo yeah. tour at our first hotel, the yeah. Grand Hotel Dino, uh, the same nights that we were there. So Correct. I remember. I had to find out who was there. I stalked you, Kevin. 
<laughs> I know what. And you supplied that beautiful bottle of champagne, prosecco, yeah. and uh, the 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 munchies for the bride and I. We celebrated our twentieth anniversary. Thank you so much. Good so, what's some tips about traveling around Thanksgiving from your perspective? <laughs> Don't do it. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, not yet. And that's it. That's the show, people. Don't show go. Stay home. Stay home. Go cook a turkey. Cook a turkey breast. I don't care what you say. No. Uh, listen, I think this is across the board holiday season. I can tell you the same story next year and the year after and the year after. A lot of traffic. A lot of people. Um, today, like, we're, we're getting out the door, but we're leaving um, really much earlier than we want to. Um, <clears throat> Patrick is a fanatic about not rushing and having time. And, and I get it. And especially now the airports are, like, triple. So I think the bottom line... Which line means he rushes you to get to the airport so that there you don't panic and have fun. Yes, that's me. That's I'm the same guy. I like. Well, I like to be there early, too. I don't like to panic because you never know, right? Yep. So listen, I think the bottom line is this... You know, buyer beware is the caveat. Know what you're getting into. When you travel anytime between now and New Year's, just know everything's going to be extra crowded. Give yourself extra time. Everything's going to be extra expensive. So be prepared, okay? Um, you know, when you're traveling with a family, it's not as easy as going one or two of you. Be prepared for that, too. Get out the door a lot earlier than you would. And give yourself in the car extra time, right? Give yourself uh, at the airport. We were just discussing this extra time. And I will tell you this. Drop the dime on something like for the average person clear. Did you ever see those clear boots? Yeah. Okay, they have saved me, and I don't have TSA, and I don't have global entry at, at present. But, like, I signed Patrick up overnight, and your kids, if they're under 18, can fly through clear with you. And they do, what do they call it when they use your eyes or your fingers? or your, There's a name for Biometric. that. Biometrics. Biometrics. They use yeah. your biometrics to ID you. So the first time around, you put that information in, and then you're done. And then the clear hostess sails you through the line and brings you up. The TSA. That's so cool. I did use your advice kind of in that way on the trip over because uh, United had the option to have preferred boarding. Yeah. Uh, we got the seat upgrades uh, for not much money, and I had the extra leg room and stuff. Uh, Lufthansa on the way home, completely different animal. Couldn't do anything online. Their website was terrible. Their app was horrible. It was just it was just a nightmare all the way around. Mm. But United going was was beautiful in that regard, and uh, I would I would second all of that. And Yes, uh, pack well, pack efficiently, um, check only what you have to, and then, you know, just, I think when you're, when you're more prepared going into it, you just end up enjoying the process so much more. Yeah, with uh, your mind at ease. Anyway, having said that, you're off to Disneyland. Happy Thanksgiving. We will see Happy you. Happy Thanksgiving, Kevin. We see you after your return. And, uh, folks, thanks for being here. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow night.